Hi, I'm financial coach Keisha. I live in the Midwest with my family and our dog, and we have entirely too much in student loan debt. Please remember this information is for educational purposes only. I offer one-on-one coaching for more individualized information and advice. Today, I'm here to talk about 10 federal student loan mistakes that are far too common. Please note these are not in any particular order, so let's get started. Number one, taking out more than what's needed for your student bill. I go into much more detail about living off your student loans in my previous episode. Moral of the story is that it's very personal choice, but one that should be thought about thoroughly. There are many factors that come into play in regards to how much you should take out in student loans. My policy in helping students has always been, if you don't need it, don't take it. And by this, I mean if you're paying for your four walls without the loans, then there might be little reason to take out extra loans beyond school expenses, which there are many alternatives or more cost-effective ways for paying for these school expenses. Number two, not paying interest while in school deferment or forbearance. Interest accrues on most federal student loans daily. Interest capitalized, the unpaid interest is added to the principal at different times of the life of the loan. These times are usually after the grace period deferment forbearance end and after payment plan changes. Capitalization happens specific to your loans and you should contact your loan servicer for more information to find out if and when capitalization might happen for you. If you pay for the interest occurring while in school deferment or forbearance, you could avoid having to pay more by keeping your principal low. Number three. Waiting until the loan servicer contacts you. Loan servicers are assigned at the time of loans paying on your behalf. It's important to know who your loan servicer is in order for you to make interest payments while in school if you so choose. This will also help you get a head start on tracking your loans. Loan servicers have contracts with the federal government to handle the repayment of your loans. You'll be working with the loan servicer to pay back your loans to the federal government. Number four. Not signing up for a payment plan option. Students are automatically enrolled in the standard repayment option. There are currently eight types of payment plan options to choose from. I talked more about repayment options in episode two, important facts of federal student loans. One thing to keep into consideration is that you want to be on a payment plan that you can actually afford. You should always work with your loan servicer to find out more about what options you may have and how to apply for the payment plan that best suits you. Number five, only making the minimum payment. Only making the minimum payment on your student loans may not be covering the total accrued interest. This is a problem for multiple reasons. The biggest is that you're never decreasing your balance if this is happening. This becomes a bigger issue when capitalization comes into play. The trick here is that if the minimum payment is covering the interest accruing, great. If not, you'll want to increase the payments to at least cover the interest accruing so that you're not increasing your loan balances every month. Number six, not taking advantage of all benefits through your servicer. For federal student loans, there may not be a lot of additional benefits to saving money on your loans. However, one benefit that my loan servicer offers is a reduced interest rate on the loans if you sign up for automatic payments. This only works if you're on a payment plan with a monthly payment. 
Although it's a tiny reduction, it still helps reduce the interest occurring daily on my loans as I work to pay them off. In my case, the reduction is 0.25%. There are some additional things in regards to eligibility to this reduction, but it never hurts to look into the little things that your loan servicer is doing to help you out as they really can't do much and have to follow federal government rules. Number seven, not tracking your progress. It's so important that you're keeping track of your balances and payments to make sure that you're making the progress that you want to be making, but also to make sure that your payments are being handled in the correct way. You'll always be your biggest and only advocate. It's your responsibility to keep on top of this information. Nothing fancy, just keeping records of your payments and what the balances are before and after the payment. This will also help you with your goals when it comes to paying off your loans. Number eight, overlooking your budget. Your budget's gonna be your number one tool in tackling your debt. You first need to know where you're spending your money. Then you can find hiding money and what might be able to be cut in order to tackle your debt more. When it comes to your budget and finding money to spare for debt, your options are limited to reducing expenses or increasing your income. You can increase your income many different ways. Your budget will show you where you can cut expenses. Don't overlook this step and make sure to reevaluate your budget often in order to make sure you're making the progress that you most want to make. Number nine, not finding your why. When starting your journey, finding your why is important in order to keep you on track. I write down my why in many different spaces to keep reminding myself of why I want to accomplish this. Another part of finding your why is finding your motivation of paying off the debt. Does it motivate you more to pay off small debts first or the debt with the highest interest rate? These whys will change over the course of the journey and that's normal. You wanna revisit these things often. My big why is my children. My motivation for debt payments changes often. I can go into more detail about this at a later time. Make sure to check in with yourself often in order to make sure you're still making the progress that you want to be making. Number 10, delaying living your life. Not to be grim, but tomorrow's not guaranteed. Anything can happen. Be serious and sit down with the information to make the best decisions for yourself and your family. We did not wait to have a family just because we were in school and have student loan debt. Although it's been incredibly challenging, I've learned a lot through this process. This will be an entire episode at a later date where I go into much greater detail about delaying your life due to debt. You still need to find joy in your days in order to not be burnt out on this journey. Find ways to spend without guilt. Hint, your budget is your number one tool. So, if you already have student loans and are paying them back, why not pay them back fast? Don't wait for tomorrow, do something about it today. I'd love to dive into your student loans with you and help you get a clear picture of what you owe, how you can pay it back quickly, and spend without guilt. If any of this resonates with you and you're burdened by massive student loan debt, I invite you to check out my Facebook page, Financial Coach Keisha, so we're able to connect more. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave me a comment.